once again, you're listening to What's Up Aboard, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. I just want to know, what's yours? With that being said, one of the weekly goals of this podcast is to help people like you learn from our guests and comprehend information from a different lens of perspective. To all the listeners out there, both old and new, salute. Now let's begin this episode. Over to you, Wardy Ward. Welcome back to What's Up with Ward. I'm your host, Wardy Ward, and we're going to jump right into the show. Thank you for that intro, Mr. Ward. All right. Today, our guest is Mr. Evan Marks. He's a 21st century scholar, a junior at Purdue University. He's 20 years old. Mr. Marks, welcome to the show. How you doing, Mr. Ward? Good to be here. All right. Always good to have young men like yourself on the show. So let's just jump into this. Uh, in your own words, Mr. Marks, or Evan, if you will, tell us, who are you? Who is Evan Marks? Um, I'm still figuring that out myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 20. I'm the youngest of four kids. And um, uh, I'm pretty simple, pretty simple guy. I don't have much, I'm not very complicated, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so you say it's, it's four of you guys total, uh, you, how many brothers, how many sisters? I have one brother and two sisters. Okay, and you're the, you're the youngest one. Yes, sir. What, what, what are the ages of your older siblings? Um, one is 26, the other one's 23, other one's 21, and I'm 20. Mm. How would you describe your brothers and sisters so we can develop a picture of how you fit in if you had to say each of their personalities? Uh, my eldest sister um, is very bright, very smart, a mm. go-getter for sure. Um, yes. I like to think I get all my good qualities from her. Okay. Uh, my other sister is rebellious, but she's also quick-witted and rebellious, funny. Huh? Yeah, um, <laughs> but she's a good person. And my brother, he's he's simple just like me. And I don't know, he's one of my closest friends, if not my best friend. So wow, okay. we, we've always been like that. Yeah. Did you and your brother ever get into fights growing up? When we were younger, yeah. We used to just get into like childhood fights, but we kind of grew out of that. Okay, okay. Glad you made it out of that. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a sister and have a brother. I always figured, you know, we'd be fighting over stuff. Did you uh, get hand-me-down clothes or anything, or was it all new stuff for you? Um, for a while, I was taller, bigger than my brother, so everything I got was relatively new, and then he got things I couldn't fit no more. <laughs> so your brother got hand-me-ups? Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. All right, hey, so let's talk about this college uh, experience for a minute there. I'm very interested in that. Uh, why did you choose Purdue University and, and what led to you even going to college? Um, I, I always knew I wanted to go to college. My parents put it in my head that smart, able-bodied men like myself went to higher education. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, college is for me. But the question of where to go was one I had for a while. Um, I did a lot of college tours. I did a lot of research and I guess I visited Purdue for the first time and I liked the campus. I liked the food, I liked the atmosphere. I liked what they had to offer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is definitely my first choice. Okay, all right. About how many students are down there? Uh, about 40,000. Wow, that's a lot of people, a lot mm-hmm. of people. Okay, so I understand that the 21st Century Scholars Program was instrumental in the, you were going to college here. Can you tell us a little bit what that is? Uh, 21st Century Scholar is a program that children, I believe in eighth grade or seventh grade can enroll in that allows them to go to any in-state public school for free. Their tuition is paid for. Everything is paid for. Free. But yeah, not everything is paid for. I'll make that very clear. But (laughs) tuition and meals are paid for through this college. So I have a lot of options. And I thank the Lord for that. Yeah. So your parents wanted to pay anything out of pocket for you? Um, textbooks. Textbooks are not covered. Oh, so okay. So if I'm low, textbooks aren't covered. 
And um, once you start living off of campus, as in you don't live in dorms that are created and owned by the college, then you have to pay that separately too. Okay. So, so but, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was going to say that if they give you too much money, you'll get some of it, you get some of it back in a refund check. And those refund checks really do help you pay for rent. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. nice. Okay, so what degree are you planning to uh, uh, obtain here? Uh, I'm planning. I'm planning on getting a degree in public relations and strategic communications. Oh, so what does that mean? Basically, I'm going to have a lot of time to talk to people and basically know how to communicate with almost anybody and get Mm -hmm. any point across yes and i guess relate to people in bigger groups rather than one-on-one okay okay now you're getting some experience doing that now or you work with younger people or older people or just just going through college getting that experience only uh right now i'm just going through college but all my life i pretty much had a little bit of exposure to public relations even if i knew it or not yeah are you an introvert or extrovert? Um, I like to think I'm both, but I'm definitely more extroverted for sure. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Evan, it seems like the world is constantly getting worse daily. Uh, how did you feel being on campus with, with everything that's going on in the world? I mean, there's sometimes there's occasional school shootings, there's a mm-hmm. protest, there's, a, there's, you know, just uncomfort there what what has your been your experience there have you dealt with anything like racism or anything there um that's actually a great that's great you put it up because while i was on campus last semester there was an accident to where um, an african-american student was arguing with his girl or whatever and a police officer arrived on the scene mm. and a video came out of the, that police officer just pussing that man in the snow using excessive force and just it was overall just a disgusting video and it got pretty viral and i saw it and i worked a block away from where that happened Mm -hmm. and as a black man on that college campus um, it's just um i don't feel safe i really and it's getting worse and worse every day it's just people were shooting up schools and churches and just nothing safe anymore so i always consider the possibility of me not coming home a lot more than i should oh wow man Does the school do anything to try to help ease that pain for people um they had their public publicity statements of course and they had their team do whatever but honestly no they just kind of i don't feel safer and honestly don't feel like they care that much mm, wow that's unfortunate that you have to go through that. I mean, it seemed like online schooling would be a, an option for a lot of people, but uh, that's a lot of busy work as well, too. But you do want that college experience, I would assume. Um, now, while you're down there uh, and you heard about those stories or you saw that, do you feel uncomfortable around police officers? Or as a, as a black male, are you okay? Or are you just, what are your thoughts? Um, I've always felt uncomfortable against police officers even here in my own city uh, mm-hmm. I was going somewhere with a friend and the, f- the friend was white and I was black of course and the officer talked to him and totally just looked right through me like I was even there oh, so I was wow. just like I was like alright I guess I see how it is mm-hmm. but I don't trust him and I don't think I will ever will at this point yeah do your white friends understand your feelings or has that ever came up they understand and they know what's messed up, but there's nothing that we can do about it as individuals. Right. Okay. So it doesn't affect you. I mean, you don't you don't consider yourself to be a racist person. You just consider yourself to be a person who's uh, of color who's dealing with circumstances, and you're not reciprocating that, are you? No, um, I'm not a racist person. I don't think all white people are bad. I don't think certain races are bad. I. If you're a bad person, that has nothing to do with the color of your skin or mm-hmm. what gods you worship or anything like that. It's just that you're a bad person. Right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good point. So speaking of uh, the different colors, how how would that affect you if you were dating? Because I know on a big campus like that, young people tend to be, you know, less uh, judgmental as compared to people, say, my age, because say interracial dating for example was something that could be frowned upon 
back in the days, I think 90% of all new marriages are, are interracial. Uh, have you ever been involved in an interracial uh, relationship or are you dating someone now? Um, I'm not dating anyone now, but I have been involved in an interracial relationship. Hmm. And how was that? <laughs> the, the person is a different story, but the aspect was okay. Um, we had a couple issues. I know I, I saw some, but nothing too major. It was just, I mean, it's indie, so kind of, there's not much you don't, you're not used to. But I feel like if we were anywhere else, it would be quite more a problem. Oh, so how long did you guys date? We did it for about seven months. Okay, that's that's a short time. You know. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Could have been was, shorter. Was marriage the goal in that last relationship? No. Oh, you just can't <sighs> date getting to know the person. Yeah. Okay. Give us some insight without giving us too much of your business. Why did y'all break up? What, what leads to a, I mean, because you're 20 years old. I mean, what, what could have went wrong? Um, I'm not going to point fingers. We were both immature and. It was you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah no it wasn't <laughs> but um, um it's just we were both immature and I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't know what it meant to actually love someone for who they are and I was struggling with it and it just got to the point where I had to sit there and be like do I want to deal with this for X many years or wow. do I just want to cut it off hurt and recover and become someone better and I just decided the latter decision it is what it is was that like your first real heartbreak that was one of my first real heartbreak yeah the first one yeah you said hurt and recover I like that I want to use that in my next show hurt and recover so did you have someone go through that with you did you like talk to like a parent or a friend to kind of help you get through that or just kind of self-isolated yourself and worked it out um my parents helped a little bit, but they didn't really grasp all I was feeling. And I felt like sometimes it would be too much for them. So I kind of, after a while, I kind of just stepped away from them. But my friends helped me out a lot too. They knew what I was dealing with while I was dating in person. Yeah. And it was a lot, a lot for anyone to take on. So they were really supportive. And uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate them for sure. Wouldn't have made it out with if it wasn't for them. So, are you are you you said hurting? Are you healed now, or are you you still miss yeah. that person? I'm healed. I don't. There's no missing. Only thing I miss is my belongings. <laughs> Wait, so you, you lost some items in this relationship? I lost some items. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It wasn't like a PlayStation and a car and another one. Um, a couple games that could be played, but nothing. Mostly just clothes and knickknacks and stuff like that. I never got back. Mm. Well, well, tell me this, what did you learn from that that uh, experience? Um, I learned that no matter how hard you try, some things aren't meant to work out. And I also learned that um, if you like something, don't give it away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since, since this individual was uh, white, was she Mexican, white? Type, what was she? White. Okay. White. So would that stop you from dating another white girl? Or is that your preference? Or you don't care? Or... Um, I don't know about preference, but it wouldn't stop me. But it would, it does make me want to do a little bit more research first before I hop into anything serious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so marriage is something in your future plans? I keep telling myself it is, but how marriage is, is nowadays, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, what do you think? What do you think about marriage and the state of marriage now? Because you, you are one of the people who are fortunate to grow up in a a two-parent household, am I correct? Correct. So, yeah, so, so how, what are your views on marriage? What did you learn about marriage that you can share uh, and help others? Um, I don't know much, so take everything I say with a grain of salt, but it seems like an everyday thing. You gotta always be willing to work out or talk about or something. Um, it's just a lot and sometimes it don't work out and sometimes it's over and you don't even know mm-hmm. it's just there's a lot you really have to know the person you're married to and you really have to understand how they work yeah. in order for a marriage to work out and they do like they do in the movies or they do in the books and 
Yeah, yeah, the movies, <laughs> it'll definitely show you something that's not reality-based in my opinion, but you know, they gotta sell <laughs> tickets and stuff, so I do get that. So I always tell people that um, when you're growing up, you're a little bit like both your parents, you're a little like your mother, a little bit like your father. Uh, which one would you say you're more like? Are you more like your mom or your dad and why? Um, I look just like my father, but I, I'm more of my mom for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just um, I'm an emotional person and for a while I rejected it but it's not a bad thing you rejected being emotional yeah what, what do you mean when you say you're emotional what does that mean you, you're, uh, you care about uh, stuff or you're... yeah I care about stuff and I feel strongly about some things and um, when, when, when um, I get upset I tend to Cry, not like I like I'm pouting or whatever. It's just my natural reaction just to being overwhelmed. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. So how do you feel about that? You say you rejected it. How, how did you feel about? Because because there's nothing wrong with crying. It's just an expression you got. Because a lot of guys won't let that out. You know, they'll hold that stuff in there. So I don't see that as a problem at all. So how, how do you feel about that? Um, I want to control it more for sure. But there's nothing wrong with showing how you feel. And if you're showing how you feel to a person and they just make you feel bad for it and you're not friends or you're not with the right person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So since we're still on the uh, aspect of parents, let me, let me just kind of go in there because I grew up in a two-parent household uh, family as well like four million years ago. And I didn't really <laughs> know the advantages that that really provided for me. Because, uh, you know, just seeing how things work, like you said, and, and, and it just kind of gives a foundation that I don't think I would have gotten if I wasn't in that family. So you said you're probably more like your mom. And what, what do you think that you took away from growing up in your household that you can use in your personal life when, when you decide to get married and have kids? How, how would you be more like your parents or not like your parents? Um... I that's a good question. There's many things that my parents did right. Okay. But there's also a whole bunch of things they did wrong. And I hope to just learn from what they did wrong. And I learned how to treat a woman nice, how to make her feel like she's loved. Yes. But also how to read the signs that she's not happy. Because in my experience, they won't just tell you (laughs) that that's not something that happens. (laughs) You're right. You're right. That is so wise of you. A lot of people kind of, you got to almost do the guessing game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So you you saw this at a young age on on those different things on how to to communicate, rather. You saw that. And how did you deal with that? Did you process? Did you get involved with your parents in that? Or did you just kind of stay back? Or what, what did you do? Um... I kind of stayed back. It, it got to the point to where I, I didn't want to touch it with the 10 foot pole sometimes. So mm-hmm. I just kind of kept to myself and did me. And as I grew older, I started to just leave the house more. Oh, okay. Cause it, it, sometimes it would just, I feel like at any point I could, something could happen and I, and I have to deal with it. And sometimes wow. I just didn't want to, you know, I just didn't want, I just didn't want to. So I would just, do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. So you could, would you say your relationship is close with your parents? Because for me personally, uh, I'm not close with my dad. I mean, I respect him, love him and everything, but we're not really close because um, my dad, he did the best he could growing up in his life, you know, and he didn't have a father in his life. So he really didn't know how to communicate with me. And we kind of were distant, you know, um, I don't know. It just comes to time point where I kind of thought the father should do different things. But uh, I was actually close to my mother. <laughs> More so than my father I had the option of uh, learning how to fix a car or bake a cake. But I can tell you now, I can make a great chocolate cake. So <laughs> not a knock on my dad, but we just didn't have that closeness there. So what do you think fathers need to do in a uh, father-son relationship that can help that bond get close? Um, I believe that fathers should understand their children and try to change themselves in order to make their children not feel as outcast 
because you should never want your child to feel like they have nothing in common with you or I don't want to hang out with them or I don't want to talk to them. They should always want to be your friend in a, in a sense. Be respectful, of course, but also yeah. you can talk to them and laugh. And Is that something you needed or missed out on, that closeness? Um, A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, I wish my father and I were closer, but it's just hmm. a lot of things made that hard. A lot of things made that hard. Oh. But that doesn't was mean... Hmm? Was that you who made it hard? Were you, were you just like a troubled child or something, staying out late at night, playing with fire, trying to burn down a house and stuff? No, I've never okay. tried to burn down a house. I definitely had a couple issues, but I was just growing up. And I was just figuring out who what life was and who I was, but mm-hmm. it, um, I, I had to deal with a lot more stuff than any other kid would sometimes. Really? Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of things happen, <laughs> but it doesn't doesn't mean I don't love my parents equally. What, what, g- give me an example of something you say that happened that, that maybe other kids may not have went through because I'm sure somebody listening may have had a similar experience. What, what can you touch on to say something happened with you? Um, for a while, back when I was in middle school, um, the relationship between my mother and father uh, wasn't the best. So okay. it led to her yeah. moving away for a moment. Oh. And that was kind of hard to process because I was young. And oh, um, You stayed with dad and she moved? Did yeah, you? I stayed with oh. my father and she moved. Um, okay. How was that explained my... to you? How, how did they break that to you? Um, it, it, They kind of did. It kind of was just... This is gonna happen. Wow. And I was and you know, I was a kid, so not like I had words. So it was just like, where's mommy know. going? You know, it was just and I and now that I am an adult and they talk about it more in detail, I understand. Okay. But back then I didn't. But I was a kid also, so I bet that hurt didn't that was a pain you probably was hard to deal with, you know, to process that. Yeah, it was very hard to process it because I didn't even know what that pain meant. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm an emotional person and my father yeah. is not a very he's not an emotional person that much okay so it was kind of difficult to to um, explain to him how I was feeling without I don't know a total disconnect yeah. <laughs> so did you feel comfortable talking to him about it because that was or did you did you have counselors that you talked to about or anything? Or if would that even have helped? Um, a counselor would have helped. Um, a, a neutral person in the situation definitely would have helped. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get that. So I just had to hear both stories and then combine them and then develop my own perspective. Did you and your uh, siblings discuss that about what was happening and, and how y'all felt about it? Yeah, we, we, we didn't really discuss it back then because my sisters were either in the middle of high school or graduating or, yeah because they're, they're several years older than you okay yeah they're several years older than me so we all kind of we all kind of went through it and just dealt with it but now that it's over we talk about it a lot and how okay. negative it was for <laughs> to, to witness yeah and it was it wasn't it wasn't pretty yeah. sometimes and Um, you, you seem so well adjusted to it now. You, you, I can tell you're a very calm person, and um, I really respect your, your your candor here because that's definitely a painful situation. So, how did that? How were you able to get past that to get to where you are now? Um, uh, at some point, I had to tell myself that what was happening was their story, mm. and it didn't really have anything to do with me. Um, yeah, I was just stuck in the middle almost so um, I at this point I kind of just let them I let them figure it out it's it's not my it's not my it's not my battle to win yeah yeah wow man that's, that's, I, I do appreciate you saying it because like you said I, when you said you went through some stuff I, I thought you kind of were saying like yeah I had to wear it like uh, my sister's shoes or my brother's shoes or something. But you, you had some real heavy stuff there. Have you ever been to counseling? 
I've been to counseling um, multiple times, yes. Does that work? I've never been there. Does it really work? Does it make a difference? It's nice to talk to someone that you don't see every day and they're neutral to everyone in your lives. It's just like telling them a story. It, it has no impact. It's really nice to have that insight on your life and maybe get an answer to why things are the way they are. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. What would you think would have been good for your dad to tell you? What did, what did you need to hear him tell you? Or even your mom? What, what, did you, what do you think would have helped you during that time? Um... For my father, uh, it was really helpful. Um, I don't have the exact script, but it would just be nice to know that he's human and not perfect. And he might make mistakes, he might say some things, and he might do some things that I might not like. Yeah. But he still loves me and no matter what, everything I do, everything he does is for me and his kids. And yeah, like I said, he makes mistakes and so does everyone else. Yes. Yeah. As far as my mother goes, um, I suppose sometimes you need to figure things out. Sometimes you, you're sometimes in life you need to just escape. Mm. Not saying that I don't mean anything or the family doesn't mean anything, but it's just I need to figure some things out. I love you. I'm gonna be here for you, but I'm at that point. She was at that point in her life where something needed to change. Mm -hmm. And I can respect that, and I, I can acknowledge that. I can relate to that. Have they ever given you that 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 piece that you just said? Have they ever kind of indicated that to you in any other words of their own, or um, in small pieces? Yeah, in small pieces. Do you feel loved by your parents? I do. They both have their own ways sewing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's some powerful stuff there. Did did your uh, did, are you a hugger? Do you like to get hugs from parents and stuff like that? You get that? I do, uh, I do. Yeah, it's nice to have that physical contact. Yeah. So once you leave and go off to school and come back, I guess it's good to see them again. But you still want those those issues to be addressed, huh? Um, at some point I would, but definitely during college, um, I would be in my room like, man, I miss my family. Yeah. I just, so it's just, it was, I just missed them. And it was nice to go home on some weekends and to just see them and hang out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to ask you about this, because uh, uh, I, I like talking about relationships and see the growth of it, because from looking at you, I wouldn't think you had anything in the background that had infected you. I mean, you're, you're very well spoken, you're nice, mm -hmm. you're kind. I, I see all those things. So you got that from somewhere. So I applaud you on that. But if you could tell your dad something right now and your mom, what would you say to them that, that they could hear you? Just just to hear, hear what Evans talk for, what would you say? Um, that's a good question. I, for my mother, I would say that um, she is definitely the light in the darkness sometimes. Light in the okay. yeah. if it wasn't for her I would definitely would not be the man I am today and I'm thankful that I have such a close relationship with my mother and that she is my mom yes. and we might not see eye to eye sometimes and things might not be easy and I might make her upset and she might make me upset Yeah. but I love her no matter what and that won't change ever even yeah. after death Yeah. I'm sure she knows that too I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And for my father, um, he's one of the smartest men I know. He's brilliant. Mm. He, he he went back to school multiple times while supporting a whole family. And just, wow. 
I've seen him jump from job to job, making more money, getting company cars, yeah. making all these friends in cool places, and just. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I wish I had half the determination he did. Yeah, and he's I'm I'm so proud of him, and he's the inspiration for why I want to go to school and be successful. And mm-hmm. I wish we could be closer. And there's still time, of course, but it's going to have to be an effort on both of our hands. Okay. But I love him regardless, and I'm always going to be his son. What What's the caveat that's holding you guys from being close? What's What's holding you back? Is um, the past issues from the past? I don't. I I can't. I honestly could say sometimes it is from the past. Sometimes it's just. I remember some things that happened, or maybe he does, or maybe he's just, we're both in our own little world that we yes. just don't try. And that's fine, but it's just, I wish we can figure it out. I wish, I just, I know my mom and dad are different people, but I'm also different than both of them. And mm. if he could understand that and how I operate and how I work and how he operated and how he worked, it was just, it would be better. So, so we're back to that therapy. Sounds like, sounds like you. We probably need some therapy there. Maybe family therapy or something like that. <clears throat> because it's never too late for that. It's never too late, and I'll be willing to try it. Um, if that's something you think that, that, that's needed, I mean, because it sounds like, if I'm putting the pieces together correctly, it sounds like there's some disconnect there, which is not, you know, not uh, nothing new for any family. Everybody goes through their trials. But it, I'm sensing that you, you it's some it's some torn fabric there that I feel like that you think can be mended. Or am I missing that? Um, there's definitely some torn fabric. There's plenty of times in my life where I've been very upset by some things he's done or said. Okay. And and um many issues I have, I like to relate to back then but those are my problems why do you say they're your problems if, if, if something's happened to you that there was I mean well how do you think you'll you get past them is it having an open dialogue with them or are you trying to work like this on your own um, I'm trying to do both but I feel like if we just both took the time to just sit down and talk about it we would figure a lot of stuff out yeah and just why, why haven't you yeah. done that? Why, why haven't you guys just talked? I'm I'm just not ready. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I wasn't trying to push you. I was just trying to understand. No, you're good. I'm just, there's a lot of things I got to figure out. And I'm just, I'm do just not feel, ready yet. Do you feel comfortable? Because you seem so relaxed now. You're talking so honestly and open. A lot of people don't have that ability. So you just don't feel comfortable kind of talking to him or your, word or your parents. I shouldn't say him. I'm saying parents. Is it, do you feel like, then I don't know where this is going to go if we open up the Pandora's box. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know if how the conversation going to go. But, yeah, I just don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Ain't go anywhere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think um, one thing that, because when I got my life coach certification, one thing they told us was that when we talk to individuals, you have to separate everybody. Talk to them one-on-one, then bring the group back together and have those discussions. So I think that might be something too that could um, could be worked out. But yeah, so I appreciate you telling us that stuff because as a young person at, at 20 years old, I don't think you've figured out the world yet. And it's so much things going on that you constantly have to try to, you know, stay abreast what's going on with this and that and then personal things. It, it can be overwhelming at times. So who is your support group? Who, who, do, you, who do you hang with now? Who, who's your, your people you trust and you talk to now that you, you know, want to? There's something going on in your life that you want to feel cool with. Who you go to? Um, but most of the time, I uh, I go to my mom a lot sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you guys seem to have a close relationship there. Yeah, we do. But sometimes I can't talk to her about some things, so. Some, uh, most of the time I really just talk to myself I suppose mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta do that man you gotta talk to yourself and, and, and work it out and that's good that you can admit that because a lot of people we don't you know we just try to say nah it just takes courage to do that 
So do you have do you have like a best friend or anybody that you that you go with? Yeah. Okay. I have I have a lot I have uh, friends I have a lot of friends from um, from college and from high school mm-hmm. that I, I talk to and I hang out with often and they're and they've been there through most of my life arcs mm-hmm. um, and I'm grateful for them every single one of them I love them to death I do anything for them yeah and yeah I talk to them a lot about what's on my heart um, as a young person I know that sometimes. Uh, we're faced with temptations and and we experiment with things. Did you ever have any bout with uh, trying and experiment with drugs or anything? Um, drugs, um, marijuana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about the only drug I kind of do, like that. I'm just like, all right, you know, it's not a big of a deal. But in college, I definitely changed. Um, I got into drinking more. Mm. I don't really drink to ha- I don't really drink like I just drink at parties like I don't there's no point in drinking anytime else yeah it's just it's a it's a hassle but at a party for sure yeah <laughs> and um, um I tried a couple psychedelics at some point mm-hmm. and that was something different for sure what does psychedelic do you just like see colors and tie-dye or something yeah it's colors and everything it seems different like you're not in this plane of existence anymore wow yeah. Is that a good feeling? Um, people like it. And I tried it once and I don't think it's for me. It was cool, but it's just man, I just it's a lot to process. <laughs> it's a lot to process. How long does that last? That that whatever feeling? Um, it lasts many hours. Oh up to God. like six. Yeah. So you can do that like on a Friday night. Yeah, you have like a whole day dedicated to it. <laughs> but um, I tried it and it was pretty, pretty cool. What, what is that, like a peel or something? I think it's just like this tab uh, oh, okay. of like liquid. Mm. Yeah, it's not much liquid, but it definitely is enough to make you see the stuff that you want to see. <laughs> Gonna leave that, okay. So what about the marijuana? How did that come? Was that like a gummy? What would they call it now? They're doing the gummy? No, edibles. I mean, just edibles, yeah. Um, I gotta just smoke it. <laughs> okay, okay. I just, um, I just get stressed out a lot. And it just, I'm not a pothead. I'm not like, a, you know, like I'm not a druggie. I don't yeah. make my parents disappointed on purpose. It's just, it's nice to just sit there with a couple friends and just, Smoke something just to sit there, calm down and unwind, just talk and just, it's nice. It's just nice. I like, I enjoy it. So the marijuana mellows you out. Yeah, it mellows me out. It calms me. It just, it's a moment I can just, uh, I can just. <sighs> how long does that take to work? The effects of it, whatever, the, the calmness, how long does it take to, like when you light it up, five minutes, you're good? I usually light it up and I take a couple hits and then I'm just good. I just sit there and play a video game or watch TV or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, the police seem to think that you want to rob a bank or loot a store. If that's not true, I would do nothing. <laughs> I okay. just sit there and enjoy what, just do the simple things. Okay. And, and how did you, how did you ever try it in the first place? What happened? Um, uh, man, I don't even know what to say this, but whatever. I'm not gonna use any names, but I used right, to work right. at this fast food. I used to work at this fast food place, and a coworker of mine would take me home after after we closed because I didn't have a car. I was young, and me, 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 me and him. He was a couple years older. Uh, we got along well. He was just he was cool, and I was cool, and we worked the same spot, and we just you know knocked things out, and we left. Mm-hmm. And one night he was like, "Hey, wanna?" try something new and I was like sure and he was like here smoke this and I was just like nah I'm good and he's like okay so I, he just took me home and then that was it and a couple of nights later he offered it again and that night at work was terrible mm-hmm. and I was upset and I was I was I was everything yeah. and he took me home and he was like Evan you want to try it and I was like you know what today can't get much worse yeah so I, we sat there and we just we smoked lit up and it was just we just talked for hours and just I vented we vented and we just talked and it was just nice mm-hmm. and I think at that point I was just like alright <laughs> that was pretty neat <laughs> yeah so then you think okay yeah let's get a friend okay cool yeah tell me about uh, drinking what's your drink of choice 
when you do drink. drink. Choice. I don't have a drinking choice. I honestly don't want to have one at any point. Um, drinking is just, it don't taste good. I just do it. I hold my breath and I just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, oh, I just take a shot. I just, it just, it doesn't taste good. I don't, people like drink beer and it's like, oh, it's like a nutty after. Like, no, it's gross. It just yeah, tastes like It water. smells like it stinks. <laughs> it smells like it stinks. And it's, so I just, I only drink through that parties or if I, the point is to get drunk. Like, I don't drink just to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's no point. But, it burns too, doesn't it? Depending on what you yeah, drink, it bur- definitely burns. Definitely burns, and it tastes bad. That you have to throw up. So it's just oh wow, yeah. yeah I'm not a drinker. Yeah, people love that. So yeah. Okay, wow. So that that's a good experience. So we understand how that happens with you too. So uh, let me go back to the uh, uh, growing up part where uh, you feel uncomfortable. Um, I want to know how do you feel in a world that's always got you on edge? How do you, how would you explain that to say your kid, the world you lived in growing up? So you have um, a kid now, and then he said, Dad, why is the world like this? What would you say? I would, I would, the uh, son or daughter, I'd be like, um, in this world, there's three things that make people do the most insane things, and it's sex, money, and power. Mm. And nowadays, those three things are more influential than ever. And it's making people kill people for no reason, making people judge people upon the color of their skin or their their sex or who they're attracted to, and it's it's not cool and it's not fair, but the only thing we can do is be better. Oh, yeah. So as long as you know what's right and what's wrong and you treat people with kindness and you worry about yourself and always work on improving yourself, there's nothing that you can't do. Mm. Okay. You said, uh, you must read a lot of books. You said sex, money, and power. Where, where are you getting this from? I'm just getting that from life, honestly. I've had friends that just turned on me for one of those things. I've had wow, women I I've liked not talk to me anymore because of those things. I've had it's just I can always trace back to what's well, why did this person do this? It's just mm. not saying that I'm rich or I or I'm like the um, I'm like the sex master or I have all this power but yeah I can see how a lot of it can make someone believe something that's not true or do something that doesn't make sense yeah I agree totally you're right <clears throat> something else that's going on in the world today I want to get your viewpoint on is uh, uh, your government is interested in the overturning laws and different things about women's bodies and so forth and as you know the people are up in arms about this what are your thoughts on that Roe versus Wade decision or the reversal of does that affect you at all being a male um it doesn't really affect me but I also believe that men should not be making choices about women's bodies Mm. and I'm a Christian man myself I believe the Bible. I believe that Jesus died for our sins. It just makes me feel comfortable living in this world. Mm. It gives me power. But it's not fair to put to push those beliefs onto someone else who might not share them. Um, same thing with sexual orientation. Um, what you're attracted to shouldn't determine what kind of person you are. And that's one thing I wish Christians would stop doing. It's just just because they're not like you doesn't mean they're yet. So I just wish the go- and I, I know the government was mostly run by Republicans who are hardcore Christians. So that's why I make that bridge. Mm. So if if Jesus were were here, you think he'd get involved with politics? Or if so, what mm. side would he choose? I don't think he'd get involved with politics at all. I think he would just. I think he would just want everyone to be the be- their best selves. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's that's. I don't get involved. Plus, I was just asking your views on it. So that's a very good point. I don't think he would get involved in either. That's that's something to think about, isn't it? Yeah. 
I, um, I want to. Oh, I was just going to say that I voted once and I went to go vote and it was the most unproductive <laughs> thing I've ever done. I, w- I waited three hours out in the cold yeah. and just to walk in the building and check a box and submit it. It was just, it was just like, I don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> and I don't know. It's yeah. just, I don't want to get involved no more. Yeah, a lot of people will get upset hearing you say that, but I'm the same way. I voted one time just to see what the experience was like. I'll never forget. I voted for the president one time. And I, like you said, waited outside, did all this stuff, went through the process, and the whole state was given to the other candidate. So my one vote didn't really make a difference anyway. So I was like, you know what? I'm never doing this again. I don't want to, this politics just, it just, it's not for me. So I understand what you've been through. Because what's going to happen is it's going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. So I think I have more productive things to do with my time than trying to hope somebody represents me. So I can respect that as well. And while we're on this topic of uh, the government, let's talk about gun violence. That's uh, that's a big thing going on here. And a lot of people have access to getting guns easier now due to the new laws. What are your thoughts on guns? And do you have one? Or would you even get one? Um, I don't have a gun. And I never really thought about getting one till now. Uh oh. Um, it's just it's you way too easy. You ready to get your AR fifteen now? I don't want an AR fifteen. I just need something simple, like a handgun or something. I don't need it to be Rambo. I don't I don't need that. Yeah. I need something to protect myself and those I care about. And people walk around here with AR fifteens and just just the, these ridiculous military weapons and it's just like why do you need that right and you're having these kid, you having these adults walk into schools with these AR-15s and other automatic weapons and it's just how did those how did those people get a hold of those guns so easily because when I was growing up you didn't see anyone with AR-15 you barely saw like the holster they have but it's just everyone's getting guns now and I kind of I just wish that we, we would implement some gun control but it's kind of hard to implement gun control if everyone has a gun to yeah. <laughs> protest it now that's interesting now you, you, you seem like you're against guns but you want a gun have you been in a situation where your life was threatened that you feel like you if you had a gun you may have reacted differently mm. Have you ever been called an N-word or anything like that? or felt Yeah, threatened? of course, yeah. At my campus, I've had a couple times. What, but, happened? what happened at campus? It was either just drunk and stupidity or just genuine, like, anger. <laughs> and I didn't have a gun. Even if I did have a gun, I wouldn't pull it out because they called me a word. And then I, then I guess that would make me the word if I just over there and shot them because they called me. It was mm-hmm. just, yeah. I just I, I I do get angry sometimes, of course, and I want to get back. But then I remember that I'm here on a mission, Ooh. and I'm not going to let some stupid white kid from knuckle shut Indiana determine how my enrollment at this college or my the the um, amount of life I have left. So I just I let it go. It's not that it's not that big of a deal. It's not worth it. What situation do you think you would uh, actually use a gun in if you had to? If I was somewhere and another man had a gun and he was firing it mm. reckless, reckless, recklessly, sorry, I would probably use my gun to protect myself and protect others that didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, like all these shootings in public areas, restaurants, grocery stores, just. Some would say that uh, that's what we have the police for, right? Even the police abuse their power. Yeah, that's true. Can't argue with down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do say when you go down the path of anger, uh, you better dig two graves, one for the other person and one for yourself. So live by the sword, die by the sword. So <clears throat> be careful with that one, but. All right. Hey, you know what? We're going to light it up a little bit here. We're going to go a section now called Getting to Know You. I'm just going to ask you a few questions and just get your thoughts on it and see see where your mind's at on it. I think I know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask you again. 
Who is the most intelligent or creative person that you know? Um, the most creative person has to be probably my mother and my okay. father, both. Okay. If they both just do things that surprises me. My dad can build anything or construct anything he wants to. My mom, if he puts her mind to it, she can do anything to it. So they're probably, they're definitely, okay. they're both, they both serve that title. Yeah, good. What's the longest trip you've uh, been on, uh, the furthest you've been away from home? The furthest I've been away from home had to be Seattle. Hmm. What's happening out there? Um, when I was in high school, I was involved with a college prep program called Upper Bound. Mm-hmm. And as a reward for being in the program and going to all their services, they would take merit trips to places across the country. And when I was in high school, I think I was a junior or sophomore, there was a trip to Seattle and I went and I had a great time. It was just, I, 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 I it was just beautiful. I, I never thought I would have went that far. Mm. Did it rain a lot there? It did rain a lot, yeah. <laughs> I hear anybody <laughs> say that, it rains a lot. I know the grass is definitely greener over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question. <clears throat> if you had to choose one of these people, tell me why. Martin Luther King or Malcolm X? If you know who they are. You're 20 of years course. old. I don't know if you know who they are. <laughs> I, I know my I know my history. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, if I had to pick one just to talk to. Yeah. Um it, it would definitely have to be Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Malcolm X was a little bit more forward with his um, idea of change and I believe violence is something that white people resort to when they don't get their way <laughs> and I believe yeah. Martin Luther King had the right idea by peacefully doing everything he did because if you get on their level that makes you worse than them mm. so I definitely want to talk to him I think for me, that's a tough question because uh, uh, I'm a little further down this road than you are, probably about 30, 40 years old on than you. But when I was growing up, I was always taught that Malcolm X was an evil man. He was bad, you know. They never talk about him. They don't have Martin Luther King. I mean, Malcolm X Day in school. No. But Malcolm was so about his family. And I, I never knew that. He wanted, his thing was, hey, look, I just want to live my life in a peaceful way. And I want to get along with everybody. But if you hit me, I'm going to kill your family. (laughs) I respect that. I respect that, you know. But yeah, I see your side too. King King was definitely a good guy. He had had the right heart conditions and he wanted to do it peaceful. But I don't know if I could have stood out there and let a dog bite my mother, my father, water hose blowing me down the street. And then people... I don't know if those people really got it. I still don't think they get it to this day, but tough call. I, I, I'm just glad we had both of those men. Mm-hmm. What's something that you thought would be easy until you actually tried it? Dating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh, okay, well, yeah. What, what did you, how do you thought it was going to go? What did you think dating would be like? I thought it'd be easy. I thought it'd just be like, you were somebody who likes you, you like them, and then whatever happens in life, you both just deal with it, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more. What's the, what's the biggest challenge in dating? What do you think it is? Getting along. Mm-hmm. It's you, just, no, continue, sorry. Do you think it was your your past that affected you in your dating? Or this is all edit? Um, it was definitely my past. Okay. It's some of my insecurities that definitely influence how I dated. Okay. And, but uh, at the same time, the other partner could have just as many issues. It's just, uh. what, what what do you, what makes you think uh, you'd be a great person to date? Why? What, what, what kind of girl expect from dating Evan moving forward? <laughs> what can what can she get out of it? Because you know somebody listening might say, you know, I want to talk to him. You know, what, what can she expect from Evan? I mean, they're thinking that hit me up, but I don't know. Dating me. Um, um, it's just simple. I don't, I don't believe in 
making someone feel like you're with, like I'm with you, and you should be lucky. It's we're we're, we're in this together. I got your back. You got mine. Um, I'm there for you. Like you should be there for me. It's just I'm interested in everything you have to say. Um, what you want to do is what I want to do. It's just, it's this. It's not. It's gonna be complicated. Yeah. So you wouldn't compromise, huh? I'm definitely willing to compromise. Talk to me about. I just want someone to talk to me. Yeah. Like they don't hate my guts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's appreciated? <laughs> Are you gonna pay for the meal every time you go out to eat? Is that all you? Um, oh. I mean, the first couple of days, of course, I'll take care of the check. But after that. It, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Just be like, I got it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. But some women believe that the guys to pay for everything. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. Some guys would like that. I know some guys who get offended when they want, when their partner pays for anything. But I'm cool with that. yeah, I'm cool with that too. But pay for my stuff, shoot. I ain't sure. But you know, for me, give yeah. or take. But for me, um, independence is very attractive. So, and they're just like, "Hey, you know, I got it." Or here, I cover mine. You know, don't worry about. It. I got it. That's that's cool because you know I'll definitely get you, get you back whenever I have the chance. Right. Yeah. It should be a competition. What, what would be your ideal woman? What would she look like? What characteristics would she have? Um, I don't really care about looks. I've talked to many women. Doesn't and many of them I got that wrong. It isn't looks. It's just who you are. Like I don't like women that are just plain. Like they're just empty paper sheets. Mm-hmm. Like let's talk about something. Let's let's laugh. Let's discuss something. Let's I don't know. Just anything. If you're sitting there, sorry. If you're sitting there, and I gotta constantly bring up ideas to you, or you act like you're bored. It's just. Like, I'd rather just not talk to you no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so so there's hope for all the ugly women out there who get good conversations, what you're saying? I guess so. <laughs> all right, then. All right, ugly women, y'all heard that. He's ready. All right. Uh, what TV show do you like or something that you are hooked on, a good show? Um, I like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. I don't know if you heard of it before. Yeah, Probably no, Breaking no, Bad. Yeah, no, that one. Yeah. Those okay. shows I, I like a lot. Yeah. Okay. What are some things that you worry about now in 2022? I worry about basically what's going to change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What am I going to wake up to tomorrow? You know? There's... Does it keep you woke at night sometimes or is it just, just surface stuff? Sometimes it does. Um, sometimes I, I like I sit up night thinking just about what could happen and when it's gonna happen, but I yeah. can't stop nothing. Like death or something, or just like school or uh, death usually. I'm like man, but it's like if it happens, it happens, man. I'm out of school. Yeah, yeah. Just keep you're, on pushing. You're afraid of death? Is that something that you're worried about like that? Yeah, I, I should probably see a counselor about it, but yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's a common thought because it's something's going to happen to all of us as long as we stay on this marble. So yeah, that's that's a that's a, uh, something that I'd be concerned about too. You know, mm-hmm. um, do you consider yourself to be a leader or a follower, and why? Um, I consider myself to be more of a follower. Um, many times um, I try to be I try to be someone I'm not and I've made mistakes and I've done plenty of things that I regret and I just learn from my mistakes and I just just do me that's all I can really do like I don't want to do what anybody else is doing because that's them that's that's them doing them like I want to improve myself yeah. There's no point in trying to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you were wealthy and didn't need to work, what would you do with your time? If I didn't need to work, um, I would just, I would just, if I don't, I'm, 
Actually, if I had, if I was wealthy, I could do anything with my time. I would buy like a trailer and just talk to different people across the world mm-hmm. and just tell me about this or you have an interesting story you can tell me. Yeah. And just record it and just maybe animate it for people that like to see that stuff. I just yeah. think that's so cool for people just to interview some random guy and talk about something that might be cool as hell and you never knew unless you just I don't I know I think that's really interesting yeah. I would do that for sure okay cool uh, what apps do you use most um Instagram um Twitter Reddit I'm sorry <laughs> but <laughs> I don't use TikTok I don't have the app okay. I don't that's one yeah mm-hmm. okay uh, a lot of people <clears throat> are informed on different things. Where do you get your news or information from? Uh, I usually get it from Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I, usually, I go on the news tab and I usually just read what's going on in the world. Okay. I don't use Twitter. Is that just like quick information updates real real time? Yeah, it's, it's real time quick information. Other half is just stupid, worthless information that makes me Google. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what celebrity do you think uh, you look alike most, or people say you resemble? They say I look like Rod Wave. He's a he's a African American rapper. What's his name? Every t- Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Yeah, he's a rapper. Every time I go somewhere, or I hop on a video call, or anything, is that Rod Wave? It's just like no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'd be wearing a Rod Wave shirt. I'd be doing getting money out there. I should. Yeah. How do you feel about religion? You said you're religious. How do you feel about religion? Um, um, I feel that religion gives people power and it gives them strength. And there should be no reason why your religion should be more important than someone other someone else's religion. I mean, it all is it's all just faith. It, it shouldn't it shouldn't be applied to real life things uh-huh. especially the government where it rules over everyone yeah and I don't know you should just probably just keep it to yourself if no one asks mm-hmm. alright and how much sleep do you get per day not enough <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I stay up late sometimes just because I don't know. I just stay up late. But I usually try to get eight, seven hours oh, every wow. night. I haven't seen that in years. I definitely need that. Okay. Let's get two more, two more questions for you. As a child, what did you think would be awesome about being an adult, but you found out that, hey, this isn't as great as I thought it would be? When I was a kid, I thought that having no one tell you what to do mm. would be the best. But... It gets lonely, for real. Yeah. It does get lonely. Yeah. People always say it's lonely at the top. I say it's lonely at the bottom, too. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, big wedding with friends and family or a small, intimate setting? What, what was the question? Would you rather have a big wedding when you get married? Oh, or okay, a small, intimate setting? Just a small, intimate setting. Okay. I don't want to have 50 strangers I met 10 years ago going <laughs> to my wedding. It should just be buying those food for them. Yeah, buying food for them, giving them my cake. No, right. I'm all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, you do know women. That's that's their thing right there, boy. they like, hey. And these weddings, they, man, they go $10,000, easily. I mean, they get upset when someone doesn't show up, and it's just like, hey, maybe they didn't get as much as you thought they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Evan, uh, I really thank you for talking to me today. This has been very enlightening. I've learned a lot about you. I already have respect for you, so I thank you for that. Uh, uh, it's definitely been a plum, pleasing pleasure to hear from you, man. Is there anything that you want to clear up or expound upon before we wrap this up? You good on everything, or is there something you want to say? Maybe I shouldn't have said that, or I want to make sure this is clear on that. Um, if you have any questions, or if I said something you think offended you um i can answer it <laughs> that's yeah. about it what, what is your social media footprint what can they find you at on social media what's um your, what's your handles 
Uncle Evie is a high, is a high school nickname, and it's basically all my platform names. Okay. So Uncle underscore Evie was. That's on everything. Pretty much. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let me go ahead and um, say these final thoughts. Um, we had talked about Martin Luther King here. You said you, you kind of would like to talk to him. He said something mm-hmm. I liked. He said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, just keep moving forward. Again, I'd like to thank our guest, Mr. Evan Marks here. Please like the show and share with a friend if you heard something you like here today. And keep us in mind. And wherever you stream podcasts, look for What's Up Award the Podcast. Thank you again, Mr. Marks. And you guys have a great day out there. Peace.